in chapter 4 of Leviticus, Vaikra Perik Dalad. Uh, we have, among the other sacrifices that are mentioned, the sacrifice that the ruler, the prince, the nasi, of, of the people would need to bring if, um, if he confesses to having done a sin or if that sin is kind of brought to him and he's, he's compelled to confess. And what's interesting about this is the language that introduces it is not the language of im, if, if the president, if the nasi, if the prince, um, if the ruler sins, but asher, asher, that, which, and it's kind of a strange use of that, of that term. Uh, Rashi immediately jumps on this and says that the term asher is related to the term ashrei, ashrei, happy, praiseworthy. Ashrei ador, lucky, happy is the generation, that the prince, that the ruler will bring a, a korban, a sacrifice, to account for his misgivings, for his mistakes. Um, the, interestingly, Ibn Ezra, another commentator, uh, says, no, there's a grammatical expo- explanation, not a homiletical one, but a grammatical explanation that this, uh, the sin offering of the nasi, of the prince, is really a subset of the kind of sacrifice that any individual would bring. So in as much as the the prince is, yes, he's the prince, but it's not qualitatively a different kind of sacrifice. It's a subset. So true, and if an individual does it, but then an individual who is or which is the prince has to bring a somewhat different sacrifice. Um, uh, uh, another another way to see it, I don't remember who, where exactly I read this, but the difference in the t- term im and the term asher, which or who, is the, is the difference between uh, saying uh, if and when, uh, almost taking it as a given that with the power of uh, government, the power of rulership, uh, it's almost impossible. It is impossible for, this, for the nasi, for the prince, not to have committed some kind of error, not to have committed some kind of abuse of power. What's interesting is that there's a whole field of study around when and how governments apologize. Uh, The United States government, for example, has only apologized for five things over the course of its entire history, and these have all been within the past 50 years. The first time it apologized, 1983, it apologized for for some senior members of the U.S. government of the U.S. Uh, Army shielding and protecting a member of the Gestapo. Second time, in 1988, President Reagan apologized for Japanese to Japanese Americans who were placed in internment camps during World War II. Um, uh, in 1993, the U.S. government apologized for its support of the coup against the Kingdom of Hawaii. Uh, which it had uh, not been transparent about for many years. And then in, um, in the year 1997, President Clinton apologized for unethical experiments conducted in the 30s on about 100 black men who were told that they were being given uh, uh, um, medical treatment for something, but in fact, they're just being experimented on. And then in 2008, incredibly, 2008 was a formal apology for slavery and the Jim Crow laws. Um, uh, and, uh, and, and so that was only in 2008 was an apology for, uh, for, for, for slavery. When President Obama visited Hiroshima in 2016, 
there was some discussion about whether the United States would apologize for dropping nuclear bombs on, on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. And in fact, President Obama at that time did not issue an apology for that. It's amazing, the U.S. government apologizing only five times. Uh, one of the things that the U.S. government has never apologized for, which interestingly the Canadian government has, and this is Inyana Dioma, this is a uh, current affair given we're entering the, the holiday of Thanksgiving, uh, is is for its conquest and treatment of, um, of the native population here uh, on these lands before Europeans arrived. In 1990, 1991, sorry, 1998, um, the government of Canada apologized to the Grand Chief of the Assembly of First Nations in a statement of reconciliation, recognizing the treatment of the um, Aboriginal, the native people here, the way they were placed by, uh, at that time, the British in um, in uh, in residential schools and kind of stripped of their culture. And through that, the Canadian government set up uh, a royal commission on Aboriginal peoples, which continues to be in effect today. Um, the United States has never apologized formally for any kind of treatment of native peoples. It's almost inevitable that governments are with the power that they have, we're going to make mistakes. Uh, but Ashreador, you know, lucky is, are the people, lucky is the generation who, um, whose government, whose rulers also have the power to apologize.